Hey everyone, this is Dan, the Six Figure Couch Surfer. I'm currently recording a podcast about taking space. Thanks to a friend of mine I had a conversation with a few days ago, he had said that a unforeseen side effect of COVID-19 spreading around the world and creating this need for social distancing left him with a, a sense of depressurization in his life as if a weight has been lifted because he has more space, because he has less proximity to peers and other people in his life, he was shocked to see that this is a relief to him in a lot of ways. And I'm hearing more about this, more ability to focus, more ability to conduct ourselves through life, whether it's in a classroom setting or in a business setting or in the home, just having far less distraction and far less opinions that are bumping up against our own and ta- our own opinions and, and taking the air out of the room. So, I appreciated this concept back in 2013 when I began my own business, as I left the mothership of the corporate uh, structure and scenario. I entered into my own quiet little space where I could play any music I wanted make as many phone calls as I wanted, as loudly as I wanted. I could pace around. I could just own the, the the room and have my own level of energy regardless of those around me. I didn't have to think about distracting others or impacting others because it was only me. And seeing how others are just now coming to grips with what social distancing means, it gives me a sense of appreciation for having walked this journey years ago and being able to empathize with someone and share some wisdom and give them guidance on how to best own this period of life is it's tremendously beneficial to me just to understand how how unique and powerful that journey really was to start your own business to go journey on your own is a very isolating and yet vitalizing experience it 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 brings energy, it brings excitement, there's so much unknown, and yet at the same time, you're completely alone. And there's just a mixture of feelings. It, it's, it flies in the face of codependency and a society that I believe really pushes the idea that it's perhaps not safe to be on your own or it's not ideal. And I understand that being that we're a social species and it's not healthy to live prolonged periods in complete isolation. However, there are seasons in life, like when you start your own business, where it's so great. It's so fertile to have a period where, man, you just have nobody speaking into your life except for those that you go seek out. But you you don't have people you know, knocking on your door, walking into your apartment or your house, telling you how to run your business or tell you how to, how to live your life. When you're a part of any human organization, there's bound to be opinions. There's bound to be other roles and a hierarchy, a dominant structure, not only within the organization, but between humans, just in general, people want to feel powerful. And so you have the peer on peer conflicts, and then you have managers and layers of management and bureaucracy and so many convoluted different channels and avenues on on how in in a very fluid way authority is being 
filtered through this and that mediator. So there could be mid-level managers and higher managers and executives and whatnot. And because of shifts in the organization and in the market, there's so much happening in that in that structure. There's so many dynamics. And then there's you attempting to have ownership of your expertise area, the, the place in that company where you're performing. And yet even that's changing on the fly. So again, when you start your own shop, it's there's this stillness. And in that stillness, you can either have peace or you can have a very loud soundtrack playing in your own mind and in your heart, whether it's fear-based or shame-based or worry-based or excitement and positivity. And that's not always just, nobody's going to have one or the other all the time. There's going to be a balance between the two, hopefully. But some people will, like myself, will veer towards the negative and that that takes mindfulness to, to still those voices, to still those messages, those internal fears. And that's very intrinsic in, in just how we're programmed as people, depending on how we're raised and the cultures we come from. But having that isolation, having that period of quiet gives, gives you room to let your inner thought out. And this, this drives authors crazy a lot of times. If you listen to, to interviews with authors who talk about how they go on, on a, a journey on their own for six months as they write a book and just that struggle, not with the writing, but with themselves, with the thoughts and the, the feelings and the emotions and that whirlwind of what's inside them and through which they pull their creativity out and show the world an amazing product, an amazing perspective or story. But this happens, I believe, to all humans, but not many people will take an immediate pause and, and just allow themselves to quiet down. What's so interesting about this pandemic is it is forcing a, a society like ours that is so productive and always on the go to suddenly have to hit the brakes and just be relaxed. Because the, the other option would be to be to, to have stillness and yet with tension. So you can either, you're still regardless, our society can't move right now. We can't infect one another. We can't spread the virus. There's rules on where we have to be. And with that, you can sit there in tension and anxiety or you could breathe and have peace and allow a more free, free flow of thought and creativity to come out. And this is a struggle. This is a very real struggle that Again, reflecting back on my conversations with other entrepreneurs, we, all, we each privately struggled with. As we sat home, well, we, we'd wake up in the morning, obviously we'd have coffee, and then we would begin our day really early in the morning, and then breakfast, lunch, dinner, and nightfall would occur, and we'd still be working on our craft, and then there'd be moments where throughout the day where you're productive, and then you have a pause, and what do you do? You can't just walk over to, to a coworker and hang out. And if you're single like me, there's not a spouse or a partner just to go hang out with. You, I, all I had was my, my work. And that allowed me to crack open some books, open up my journal, work on songwriting, but also just sit there. And what initially was, was awkward, when I had left the corporate world, my entire life was feigned busyness. I, I was being productive and being successful within my field, I definitely earned my pay, but there was also just this whole motion and commotion in my life from the commutes and the traffic to bringing work home and to just 
countless emails and phone calls and there's never moments where um, I could just pause. And uh, of course, if you're in the corporate world, you understand there's a lot of meetings to go to as well. A lot of meetings that aren't necessarily vital at all. And it, it, there's a lot of fluff throughout the day. I, when I was analyzing my day in the corporate world, I realized that I think about 50 to 70%, depending on the time of year, um, was allotted to meetings. And those meetings were about how to be productive. And so we couldn't be productive because we were meeting about how to be productive. It was insane. And so when I started working on my own, I was able to meet those same metrics within a matter of, of weeks for the entire year. I mean, that's literally how quick it was to, to get contracts and fulfill those contracts and then wait for the checks to come in. So I learned a lot about time not equaling money. I learned a lot about the, the mindfulness required to just be still and be peaceful. There, there's effort required. Not effort in, in just demanding the mind be still, but effort in being intentional about cleaning up the apartment and having the right space, having the right lighting, the right sound or lack of sound when it comes to sensory deprivation, when it comes to having stillness, being organized and feeling at one with the environment and just connecting with yourself there it's important to turn off the tv turn off the screens um to silence the phone and put the effort into the environment in order to have a sort of a sanctuary for yourself to just connect with your heart and soul i mean this is deep stuff starting your own business is not about how to make money and that's it it's about where you find your identity where you find your joy and your peace. It's all those powerful words that sound so, you know, I don't know, frou-frou, frou-frou or foo-foo. There's a word for it where people speak condescendingly about these things. And I get it. I get it. It's not tough or like aggressive or, uh, you know, I'm a hustler and I, no, like they don't, people, they don't market this stuff necessarily. You have to kind of go seek it out. But truthfully, when you lay your head on the pillow at night and you don't have a bunch of people patting you on the back and telling you how awesome you are, you've got to tell yourself what you believe in. What's your vision? Who are you? Because you've got to tell the world who you are. And without a bunch of other voices speaking into your life, it's so important to, to know yourself. And that manifests in your business. That puts money in your bank account. The one thing that you know we totally apply as a metric to everyone is cash flow, which is ridiculous because that doesn't bring you peace or joy. But in any case, success and having that confidence really stems from who you are. So taking space is such an important thing to do because again, it's intentional. It's not just seeing whether or not you have space in your life. It's not a, you know, maybe I'll get it. Maybe there won't be traffic or there won't be a roommate home or a neighbor that's being loud or I don't know, whatever the case is. Um, for you, but taking space is is a time where you intentionally tell the world, no, you're not distracting me right now. I'm not available right now because I'm with myself and with my thoughts. And your inner life 
is it's a beautiful, it could be a beautiful canvas that you're painting or it could be a really ugly picture you're working on, a really ugly scenario, really messy. I mean, life isn't perfect. Life isn't rainbows and sunshine. I think we all know that at this point. I mean, our entire infrastructure has been impacted like a, a meteor by this virus. And there's so many things that we believed would be stable and believed would be worth us building an identity on that are completely shaking right now. And there's aftershocks every day. You know, if you look at the news, which I'm taking a fast from the news for 30 days, but I'll, I'll podcast more about that. Um, there's so many places where we sought to, to anchor ourselves that are being either obliterated or they're shaken right now and fractured. And so we can recalibrate in these moments, but in order to recalibrate, we need to know who we are. We need to know again, our vision for ourselves, where we want to go in life with these few days that we have to walk this planet, who we want to be, what we want to build. And it's totally fine to think about a business and think about your quotas and think about success and the things you want to buy. I get it. I mean, we're human. That's a part of our existence. However, there's something more, there's something that lies further beneath that. And that's you. You're the creator of your vision. You are the founder of your company. You are the beating heart of the passion behind the mission that you are firing up and, and investing in. And it's your dedication to the needs and the customers that you have, the clients that you have, the people that you serve. It's your dedication to them that is going to bring you success. Because success is, is all based on relationships. Marketing is going to do wonders for you, but the relationships you build, the consistency of having the same clients to go to and having word of mouth advertisement between those people is so critical to continuing to believe that you're impacting the world for the better. And when we don't take time to ourselves to think deeply about what it is we want to do, well, our, our dreams are sort of on hold in stasis or they're held back. They're not advancing as far as they could. So I encourage you to seek stillness, to take space unapologetically. Don't, don't worry about the feelings that come from it, the guilt or the FOMO or whatever it is you struggle with as you realize, man, I've never pulled away from my peers before, but I'd like to. I'd like to seek a moment where I can better myself and enrich myself. That, that requires, again, that's an intentional investment in yourself and that is you being okay without having environmental stimuli. You're not looking for entertainment, you're not looking for feel-good things in your life. It is a, I believe, a, a stoic type situation. You know, your your values are much more, I don't want to say ambiguous, but they're ethereal. The values are they're not concrete um, items. It's not cash, it's not equity, it's not uh, materialistic, it's simply your man, your inner, inner stillness, inner, inner balance. And that really, I believe is, is where we charge our batteries up and we can have other people help speak into our lives and, and, um, bring that excitement about who we are by validating our identity. But there's these times where you look in the mirror and you tell yourself who, who you are to this world and who you are to yourself. It's, it's a meta, I'm all about metacognition. And I believe that the human mind reacts in a beautiful way 
when we speak to ourselves, when we hear our own voice tell us who we are and what we want out of life. These are critical, critical stages in development and tools to develop further. And I believe that most people don't do these things, or if they do, they ruminate ruminate on the negative. They talk about how shameful they are, how dumb, how ineffective, how terrible they are at their job or, or not worth loving or hiring or owning whatever it is they need to own in life. So many people will just allow messages that they've received throughout their life to find who they are. And um, we fill our lives with the noise, um, as I'm reflecting right now, the noise of people who, who we value judgment from. And I don't think it starts in a bad place. I believe it starts from a genuine, hey, I want to matter, help me matter. And so we find people who tell us that we matter, but then they, there's rules fixed to that. There are conditions, there are social norms and cultural culturally accepted behaviors and expectations that we need to perform. This could be anywhere from the drinking bar party scene to a religious commune. I mean, anytime you have multiple humans together, there's going to be laws. If you read books like I've read, brilliant books written by authors back in the 70s, psychologists, games people play, scripts people live, you can see how we we identify in what others expect of us. And we, uh, we have a crowded space around us with so many varying opinions and ideas and perspectives. And they all conflict. There's not uniformity. It's not, it's not usual that we have you know, a crowd of people that are all looking at us the same way. You can please portions of the crowd, but then there's other portions that are, that are not happy. And so, man, to be okay with your own opinion, to be okay with only one opinion and have that be your own is an incredibly uncomfortable situation when you're so used to drawing value or, or pieces of value from a conglomerate of people. To be on your own is an incredibly uh, vulnerable space. And I have several friends who admittedly struggle with codependent behavior, needing to constantly be partying, needing to be hooking up, needing to be in a really unhealthy relationship just for the sake of of knowing that there's somebody else there. And these are honest human um, conditions. It's it's not like they're totally damaged goods or broken people. They're just normal people. It's very normal to want to belong, to need that. What's abnormal is to take space intentionally and to have moments of clarity and calm. So if this resonates with you, I hope that you use this opportunity that the entire world is in right now to embrace the moments of quiet and uh, to be productive through that. Not in the sense of productivity as we traditionally know it, which is you know building something or output, but inner productivity. Getting to know yourself more getting to hear your deeper thoughts and daring to lean into what you know to be true, but you've never allowed to surface and seeing what vision, seeing, seeing what future you may have for yourself based on those innermost desires. Because when you're running a company and you're building 
building that that future family and and pouring your heart and soul into into it you'll be able to reflect on those anchoring moments where you promised yourself that you would live and die that dream and unless you you have that amount of conviction with what you build what you choose to build i can't imagine anyone would hold on through the toughest times You've got to give yourself those moments to realize, what do I really want? What do I really believe in? And when you hear yourself and you, you feel that and you, you connect in that deep spiritual way, man, you can, you can really, really lay out a path for yourself for the long term. This isn't a short, you know, make a million dollars tomorrow kind of a path. It's, it's a, a sort of lifelong commitment to impacting the world and the universe in a way that only you can leaving your small fingerprint behind for whenever it is that you leave this world you leave a something foundational for someone else to build upon something selfless and hey look if you made a bunch of cash doing it that's awesome but the concept is that you give back by by allowing your own vision to manifest and come out by embracing the talent that you were gifted with, those blessings that you have that other people don't, you know what they are. And nobody can just tell you what they are. That's a, this is a very personal journey. And out of those talents, out of those strengths and those desires and those passions, that's where you, you fight like no, no other for, for whatever it is you're building. So take space, enjoy it, savor these moments, and see how you can affect the world. It's going to be changing. There's going to be a massive evolution that occurs after COVID goes away. And you can be there at the forefront to help in whatever way you are designed to do. So I hope you're encouraged by this. Check out the website, sixfigurecouchsurfer, all spelled out, dot com. Sixfigurecouchsurfer.com. Check it out. And I uh, look forward to posting a podcast soon. Thanks.